0: This is the new Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The sell-off is continuing on Wall Street as huge swaths of the economy come closer to shutting down due to the coronavirus outbreak. Emergency actions taken by the Federal Reserve on Sunday to prop up the economy and get the financial markets running smoothly again have... Not taking the desired effect, stocks have been sharply lower. New measures in place at the White House to protect President Trump and his staff during the coronavirus outbreak. White House correspondent Greg Clungston reports.
3: All staff members, reporters, and camera workers entering the White House are now having their temperature checked before being allowed access. Only those with a reading of 99.6 degrees Fahrenheit or less are being allowed entry into the complex. Spokesman Judd Deere says the steps are being taken to keep the entire White House complex safe and healthy. Members of the press corps are also taking steps to limit exposure to the coronavirus. Half of the seats here at the briefing room must be unoccupied during briefings to ensure social distancing. Greg Clugston, the White House.
2: Also at townhall.com, millions of people are holed up at home or keeping a wary eye on how close they can get to friends and neighbors as fear of the new coronavirus spreads to more places. The outbreak continues to move away from its original epicenter in Asia, China, where the virus was first detected in December, now accounts for less than half of the world's more than 169,000 cases. In the rush for a vaccine, the first participant in a clinical trial will be receiving an experimental dose at a research institute in the U.S. Officials, however, are cautious that it will still be a year to 18 months to fully develop any potential vaccine. Austrian Airlines suspending all regular flights starting Thursday morning. It will be canceling flights until March 28th. The Dow is down 1,795 points. More on these stories at townhall.com.
4: The coronavirus is wreaking havoc here in the United States and across the globe. The stock market is plummeting. Sports leagues are suspending their seasons. Schools are sending students home and the entire U.S. economy has been destabilized. Many experts say this is just the beginning. This is a devastating risk if you're heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by utilizing physical precious metals. Noble gold is a leader in this conservative financial strategy, offering extensive education, patient counsel, and expert guidance by phone. Do you want to get your hands on some physical gold and silver? Noble has you covered. Get it delivered directly to your doorstep. There is no time to waste. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com to get your free gold investment guide. noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. It pays
5: to be kind when you join us for the 2020 Kindness Challenge. For doing just a little bit of good in your neighborhood, you could win five grand and an additional five grand for a deserving organization. Just find details right now at freedom1570.com. Just past 11 o'clock, good Monday morning. My name is Jason Stormer. Let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast for today. Patchy drizzle and snow during the day, we reach a high of 41. Then tonight, more patchy drizzle, but it will mostly clear up in the low of
1: 25.
0: It seems like the world is freaking out about the coronavirus. Some people think it's the zombie apocalypse. Some people don't know what to make of it, but just want to blame President Trump. And some people are keeping their heads, avoiding the panic and going on with their lives. That's the thing about this radio station. All the information you need without the crazed hysteria. Keep it here. We'll get you through. Freedom 1570. It pays to be kind when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day, for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000. And a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives. Go to freedom1570.com and click on the Kindness Challenge to enter. Then check in daily to see how you can be rewarded for simple acts of kindness.
6: Keep on loving Blue Ox Heating and Air, legendary service, install and repair, we'll fix anything with legendary care.
5: If your furnace needs repair, call Blue Ox Heating and Air. Now get $72 off any repair or installation from Blue Ox. If your boiler isn't boiling or your furnace isn't heating, get it fixed today. A fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. And you'll save $72 off the cost. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit goblueox.com.
0: The following program was pre recorded, and the
6: views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Black.
7: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters: Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mister Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uncover some things for you. You know, one thing I realized: I deal with people at a pretty deep level, and. Uh, a lot of people live in fantasy worlds, uh, you know, gaming's big now, you know, I'm a gamer. Uh, my wife and I play Pokemon, uh, we got the Switch, we got the Xbox One, uh, used to love our Xbox 360, so I'm a gamer. I spend time almost every day, except when I'm in class, uh, gaming, uh, and boy, they create alternate realities in games, right? You can, uh, if you remember the movie Ready Player One, a really great concept where people live in this fantasy world and if I was going to live in a fantasy world on this radio show, it would be the Wizard of Oz. Uh, you have heard John drop it lots of times. I talk about one thing I do on this radio show is I like, uh, remember little Toto, Dorothy's little dog? You know, they get to the Emerald City and they're seeking out the great Oz and, you know, they want to, you know, they want the heart. They want the courage. They want the things that they're missing. And then as uh, they're being intimidated and fearful of this Awesome and powerful Oz, little Toto runs over there and is pulling on this little curtain. And then you hear this voice of the awesome powerful Oz, pay no attention to the man behind the green curtain, right? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Yeah, John has that ready all the time because really it's not because we have we need filler, we have no drops. John has hundreds of drops. He's a, he's a drop king. It's because that's what we do on this radio show. We take the unknown and we make it known. We take what is hidden in the dark and bring it into the light. Uh, you remember, we have an unconscious mind, brain, and we have a conscious brain. Uh, the problem is only 3 to 5% of our experience is conscious. The rest is unconscious. So there's a lot going on that we're not aware of. And we're so busy, you know, taking care of this, taking care of that, taking care of this, taking care of that. Uh, and it's, it's stunning how much we're missing. You know, one thing people learn in my leadership training, and you go to likeitmatters.net to check it out, uh, is that they become aware of being unaware. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to go into uh, explaining some of the confusion in the world. You know, if, there seems to be at least, at least two different worldviews. We can look at the same information, the same hearings, the same evidence, and two intelligent people can make two totally different sometimes polar opposite conclusions how is that possible uh and what brought this up is uh i was watching the five yesterday on fox news and i did not know this but you know my number one role in life is a follower of jesus christ and so uh uh, I was watching, I heard Pete Buttigieg say one of the strangest things I've ever heard. And why don't you play that clip for him, John? You know, to the,
8: the point you talk about, about God not belonging to any kind of a political party, at the last CNN town hall, you said if your faith calls upon you to help the marginalized, uh, those who are uh, afflicted, to comfort To comfort people to strive for humility and decency as the christian faith does Uh, and then i quote you then i just can't imagine that that requires of you that you be anywhere near this president do you think it is impossible to be a christian and support president trump
7: well i'm
5: not going to tell other christians how to be christians but i will say i cannot find any compatibility between the way this president conducts himself and anything that I find in scripture. Now I guess that's my interpretation but I think that's a lot of people's interpretation and that interpretation deserves a voice.
2: It may be a little hard to find, but
4: don't give up.
7: Yeah, wow. Can I tell you the only truthful thing he said in that statement uh, was his interpretation (laughs) out of everything else. Uh, And that's really what we're going to talk about today. It is our interpretation uh, and today we're going to talk about ego states because uh, I eat scripture, I study the good book, and you know uh, I, I'll just give you a couple of verses. Leviticus eighteen twenty two. Uh, I don't know if you know the book of Leviticus is all about the, God's law and putting out law. Remember the tribe of Levi were the were the priest, and so the book of Leviticus. If you think about the etymological breakdown of the word Levit, see it Levi, uh, it's about the law, an implementation of the law. And there's an entire chapter, uh, Leviticus 18, uh, and it's what one heading, forbidden sexual practices. Uh, and the whole thing, the whole thing is, each verse is, you must never have sexual relations with this, you must never violate your father, you must never violate, I mean, it's all about sexual relations, everything. In 18.22, Uh, is so clear. Uh, Do not practice homosexuality. Having sex with another man as with a woman, it is a detestable sin. The the King James Version, uh, how a lot of people learned it a long time ago, was you shall not lie with another man as you lay with a woman. Uh, A man must not defile himself by having sex with an animal is the next verse. The whole thing's on that. Uh, And and then I read Romans 3.23 in the New Testament, and it says... For everyone has sinned, and we all fall short of the glory of God. And then you got 1 Corinthians 6, 9 that says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. 2 Corinthians ten five: We destroy arguments of every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And how does this all begin? It all begins about the Sermon on the Mount. You know, the greatest sermon ever written, which I'm sure Pete Buttigieg would love to quote a lot. Uh, chapter 5 through 7 is the what's called the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, chapter 5 starts off with uh, seven, verse 17, don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses. In other words, Jesus said, I did not come to erase the Old Testament. No, I have come to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. Jesus didn't negate the Old Testament. He fulfilled the Old Testament. So if you ignore, listen to this, 19, verse 19. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others, do the same. See, my sins between me and God, Pete's sins between him and God. I'm not here to judge Pete. But God does say... That if you ignore the least of my commandment and do, tell others to do the same, then you will be called least in the kingdom of God. But if anyone who obeys God's law and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom. Then it goes on to say, verse 20, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious laws, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. In other words, what God's saying is I require perfection. And none of us is perfect. Donald Trump's not perfect. Pete Buttigieg isn't perfect. Uh, Scott Black isn't perfect. John Berg isn't perfect. Uh, Lee Michaels isn't perfect. No one is perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23 says. And we all need a Savior. And so people say, well, how can you follow Donald Trump? He's the most pro-Christian president we've ever had. Only president ever to speak of the pro-life thing. Only president ever to keep their promise and make Jerusalem uh, the capital of Israel. The only president to stand up for Christians on the onslaught against them. And so where else am I going to go? Am I going to go to another sinful man and leave this sinful man? Or am I going to go to a man who violates my beliefs, who believes in uh, late-term abortion, who believes that if a baby was born alive by a botched abortion, that mother shall have the right to kill it? That shall not commit murder is one of the Ten Commandments, too. I mean, this is silly. And that's what we're going to talk about today in these ego states. There's actually a thing, I talk about this fr- frames and filters in the basic of neuro-linguistic programming. we call them frames. In transactional analysis, we call them ego states. One of my good friends and a teacher of transactional analysis says, you are six different people, and so am I. You have six different personalities, and so do your subordinates, your customers, your boss, your spouse, and your children. Right now, you are operating within one of those personalities, and at any moment, you may activate another one instead. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to pull back the curtain and bring some understanding as we talk about ego states. We'll be back in three minutes. Fantasy
6: is reality.
5: That's likeitmatters.net.
1: How many times have you invested in something and realized a couple of months down the line that it's not all you were told? They forgot a couple of key details. They didn't exactly tell you what was going to happen. Sound familiar? I'm Colin Plume, and I'm president of Noble Gold Investments, and I hate these stories. I set up Noble Gold Investments with a team that I personally trust to serve you as you learn more about investing in precious metals. Whether you're a millionaire or whether you're struggling to get a handle on your investments, we have thousands of clients in every income bracket. Noble Gold Investments customizes the recommended solution to fit your unique situation. We help our clients with their 401ks, their IRAs, even with collector's gold and silver that they want to keep at home for emergencies or maybe an investment away from the banks. We'll safeguard your wealth, and we'll make sure you're okay, whatever happens out there in the markets. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. noblegoldinvestments.com.
7: Hoo! Oh! <laughs> Boy, are things out of control, huh? Things are a little crazy. It's a mystery world. It's a make-believe world. And I am Mr. Black. And uh, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about ego states. And it's just a title. And I'm going to go into ego, state, ego states. But, you know, there's so much dissension in this world. There's so much antagonism. There's so much bitterness. And you basically become a team sport kind of country, right? I'm a Cowboys fan. And so if my Cowboys are are playing the Eagles this week, uh, I want everything bad to happen to the Eagles and I want everything good to happen to the Cowboys. Uh and if including I hate to admit this but kind of get happy when one of the star players on the on the Eagles team is hurt, right? Uh Ouch. and uh yeah, it's not fair to say that. Come on, we like that because we want to win. We want to win at all costs. We don't want to cheat to win, but we want a W in the the column, right? Uh, and the sad part is that's how we become, as a country, uh, politically. Winning. Uh, yeah, and, and it's, it's it's gotten to a point where it's out of control. And so I want to uncover some of this. doesn't make the other person evil, you know? And, and that's really the difference, i got to be honest with you, today. Uh, today's Democratic Party with the Democratic Party of, of 30 years ago, um, you could disagree with Democrats 20 years ago, uh, and they thought you just had poor ideas. But today, uh, they think uh, we're deplorable. They think we're dogs. They think we're evil. They think we're, we're homophobe, racist, misogynist. I have nothing against Pete Buttigieg. I, I have a lot of people uh, who are homosexual who go through my class who are friends of mine. Uh, you know, God says all sin is the same. To God, no sin is any different. If you lie to someone or kill someone, to God, uh, it's the same. Now, consequences on this planet are far different. So please don't take what I'm saying out of context. I know to man uh, it is a big difference uh, to lie to somebody and to kill somebody. But I'm not talking about man now. I'm talking about God. And God requires full perfection. And since none of us can be perfect, to have a, a bad thought, God says if you look at a woman with in your eyes, you've already committed adultery within your heart. So he says just to fantasize about a woman is a sin. Uh, he says uh, uh, you say you haven't murdered, but if you have hate in your heart for your brother— Why do you think Nancy Pelosi freaked out when James Rosen asked her if she hated the president? Because even though her Catholicism doesn't keep her from slaughtering millions of babies, uh, it does tell her that she can't hate anybody. And I wonder if she hates those unborn babies. And even if she does, if she kills someone, whether you hate them or not, isn't that person still dead? That's why I never understood the part about hate crimes. Because you just killed somebody, but now they're going to call it a hate crime. Well, I would think that if you kill someone... Uh, that's pretty bad. Whether you did it uh, because you hate them or did it because you had a bad night out, you still killed that person. And so we got to go back to some logical thinking. Remember, part of this this show is about education, not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. And so what I like to do is bring some reality to the myth. You know, I'm a mythic class, right? Love that word, mythic class, right? A destroyer of myths. And so what I do is I bring a lot of science to that. Transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Byrne, Neuro Linguistic Programming, Foundation was from Drs. Milton Erickson, Virginia Satir, uh, Multiple Intelligences, uh, the work of Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard, Logotherapy, the work of Dr. Viktor Frankl, uh, k Constant Never-Ending Improvement, the work of Dr. Edwards Deming, uh, Emotional Intelligence, Dr. Dan Goleman, and many others, Epigenetics. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and I tie it all together. I'm a layman psychologist, but I'm a master practitioner of Neuro Linguistic Programming, NLP, which is really uh, the instruction manual for the human experience. And so a couple things, just the common things, there, there are things I call HR 101, that are just basic truths that you need to understand when you're dealing with people. Uh, and that's why I bring in a lot of stats, a lot of research, a lot of studies, so you know the human creature. Because we're dealing with this creature called the human being, but we don't know how it works. And so, uh, from the Columbus Dispatch, uh, last year, December, facts are misre- misremembered to fit personal base- biases, Ohio State study finds. A recent study by Ohio State researchers found that people tend to misremember information to match commonly held beliefs. Do you hear that? And by the way, from the Irish Journal of uh, Science, about two years ago, they came out with this. 40% 40 of all memories are made up. Yeah, because your unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. You could have had a dream in there from 35 years ago that's stored as a memory, but your mind doesn't differentiate. It was a memory. Your conscious mind might, but your unconscious mind doesn't. Big difference. Big difference. That's why I can watch Old Yeller, and even though I know uh, that's a movie from 60 years ago, even though I know they really didn't kill the dog, why do I cry every time? Or, right, where the red fern grows. How about that one? And I'm I'm probably dating myself. I'm a lot older than some of my listeners out there, right? And here's the key too: when you uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, basically the three things all human beings crave. You got to get this. It's it it doesn't matter what their skin color, uh, it doesn't matter uh, what their political preference. All people want to feel safety. They want to feel like they belong. And they want to feel like they matter. You know, I've been doing a lot of work. It's Black History Month. And so uh, tomorrow's show, I did a great show uh, on Harriet Tubman. Uh, and then Monday show is a great show on, on 10, uh, the, the, what do I call them, the Terrific 10. 10 black Americans who are great leaders, who made incredible impact, not just on black history, but American history. Uh, and I talk about them. And so I've done a lot of work. And, and all these people... No matter what their education level, no matter what, whether life was just or unjust, whether America treated them fairly or unfairly, all people have three basic needs they need to feel safe, they need to feel like they belong, and they need to feel like they matter. And so I get it. Pete Buttigieg feels sorry for himself because he's homosexual and the world didn't look good upon homosexuality because God says it's wrong, and now the world celebrates. It's the only sin that you can have a parade for. Uh, I don't see a parade for for liars. Uh, I don't see a parade for adulterers. Uh, I don't see a a, 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 you see what I'm saying? There's no parade for murderers, but we can be proud and be gay. Uh, And again, your sins between you and God, I got my own list of sins. I need forgiveness just like you do. Your sins no worse than mine. It just looks different, different flavor, different taste. But the good thing is we all have the same Savior who paid the price, who became sin, so that when we stand before God, if we accept his paid price, accept what he did on the cross, then we can spend eternity with God, no matter how dirty we were on this planet. And so you got to remember the basics of the being called human. And so, Eric Byrne, let's get back to science, Eric Byrne, He's considered the father, the creator of transactional analysis. He was a psychologist in the fifteens uh, in the nineteen fifties. I'm sorry, in Carmel, uh, Carmel I guess it is, and he noticed patterns, like any good psychiatrist, and he consistently noted that his patients would change over the course of a conversation. Sometimes the changes were verbal, other times the changes would involve facial expressions or body language, posture, emotion, but many other nonverbal cues. Remember, words are only 7% of communication, 93% is everything else. So, Byrne was treating a 35 year old lawyer. And during the session, the lawyer said, Well, I'm not really a lawyer, I'm just a little boy. But outside the confines of Dr. Byrne's office, this patient was a successful hard charging attorney. Later in their session, the lawyer would frequently ask Dr. Byrne if he was talking to the lawyer or the little boy. And so Byrne identified at that time two different what's called ego states. And uh, an ego state is a frame that you look at something. And they were called the adult and the child. Later, Byrne identified a third state, one that seemed to represent what the patient had observed in his parents when he was small. Byrne referred to this as parent. And as Byrne then turned to his other patients, he began to observe that these three ego states were present in all of them. As Byrne gained confidence in his theory, he went on to introduce these in a 1957 paper. And then one year later, he published his first paper, introducing transactional analysis. Now, very important to understand that these three ego states are fundamentally different than Freud's ego, ID, and superego. Berna describes this best when he writes in Transactional Analysis and Psychotherapy. He said, it will be demonstrated that parent, adult, and child are not concepts like superego, ego, ego, or id, or the Jungian constructs, but phenomenological realities. Say another way, Fre- Freud's ego states are unobservable theoretical states, but Bern's three ego states can be confirmed with observable behaviors. And so that's what I want to talk about a little bit in detail so you understand that this is a transactional analysis the study of communication. A transaction is a stimulus and a response. That is what Bern called a transaction. And that is what we call communication. And it's important you can identify where someone's coming from, not by just the words, because words are only 7%, but also on their physiology, on their responses, on the retorts, on the emotion, on where their eyes move when they're doing this or doing that. And so that's why a lot of people don't get why people think I read their minds or, or I have some hidden info. No, I don't read people's minds. What I do is I pay attention to what people are saying, what they're not saying. I watch their eyes when they're talking because the eyes are the keyboard of the computer. They tell you where someone's at. I watch their physiology. I listen to their emotion. And I listen to not only what they are saying, but also to what they're not saying. And so today, that's what we're going into, so we can make some sense of this nonsensical world where everybody's looking the same thing, but two different people have two totally different views of what just took place. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What kind of world am I living in? Well,
5: boys want to be girls, good God. You know, and woman, she want to be men. Don't you know, you know this a shame? Who to blame? So it's strange. Of matter, your out
3: of hand. Doing... Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training.
6: The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values
3: leadership awakening is coming to a location near you details at likeitmatters.net that's likeitmatters.net In this
8: latest ad for Early Bird Electric, we're going to discuss phones. Why would we want to talk about phones for an ad for Early Bird Electric? It's because the phones at Early Bird lack a certain feature. They don't have a hold button. When you call 612-THE-BIRD, Early Bird Electric guarantees you won't be placed on hold because they can't. No button. No hold. Early Bird Electric feels the customer is the most important aspect of their business. So no hold. No way. Call 612-THE-BIRD. First-time customers receive a free service call with repair. Or call
1: 612-THE-BIRD.
0: Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app. Your smart speaker at Freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide.
8: Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman influential mom to my two teenagers and eight and a half year old son and patient and passionate wife i got rid of a lot of clutter in my head bs they call it belief systems that were not serving me if you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them if you want to build a productive team in two days if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next leadership awakening it's time the giant in you comes alive Leadership Awakening is coming to a
5: location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, Getting you out of your comfort zone, you know uh the old saying things you shouldn't discuss uh with other people uh politics and religion, well, guess what we talk about it all we don't avoid anything because we're we're grown ups we put our big boy pants on, you know it's uh, uh you know i i I have this saying all the time i'm schizophrenic, and so am I because <laughs> you know one minute I could be okay with something the next minute I can't be okay with something. Some of you should know what I'm talking about. We have different, you've seen the Snickers commercial, when someone doesn't eat uh, food during the day, they become somebody else. You've seen it all before. And so we gotta make sense. We gotta turn off the uh, the the MSNBCs and the CNN because they're all just based in hatred, bitterness. They have an agenda. They're pushing an agenda. Uh, they want you to elect a Democrat. They hate Trump. They despise Trump. Uh, the world is going away from biblical values, away from they're woke now, woke because everybody's smarter than God. And so there's an agenda out there, and that's okay. But you've got to make sure that you have the proper filter on uh, if you're going to listen to stuff. And you should limit how much you listen to because it's destroying our families. It's destroying our marriages. It's destroying our relationship with our kids. It's making kids feel privileged like they deserve. Uh, They kill their parents now if they don't let them buy them an Xbox. Um, Kids live uh, with their parents longer than any time since before the Industrial Revolution. Uh there are grown adults, uh, more living with their parents uh under the age of thirty five, I think it is at any time since they've been keeping stats because we feel we're owed. And then you got people running for office to tell you you deserve this. You deserve this, you deserve free health care, you deserve free college, you deserve a, a fair wage, uh you deserve to get a free paycheck, you deserve to well you know what? That is a terrible mindset to live our lives, uh, this privileged mindset. Talk about privilege movement. There's the privilege movement. It's not white privilege or black privilege or NBA privilege or NFL privilege or elite elected official privilege. Uh, it's people think that they're owed stuff. That in itself is a terrible ego state, a terrible frame. And so people can look at things differently without being evil. I mean, like I said, back then, 20, 30 years ago, I still, the Democratic Party still disagreed with what I believe. But back then, they just thought I didn't have proper beliefs. Today, they think I'm evil. Uh, That's the difference. And remember, why does it matter? Because the neurological levels of change. It's a lot easier to change what you do than to change who you are. And see, I believe when I'm talking to people who have different political beliefs that I can help them see the errors of their way to process it logically to see what there might be a better way. But I don't make the leap of that person's evil. But I don't get the same benefit given to me, someone who believes like me, a Trump supporter, a conservative, a someone who believes in biblical values, that believes that we all fall short of the glory of God. We all need grace and mercy. All of us need all that we can get, not just some of us, not most of us, but all of us. And so you got to understand this stuff, and then you take it with a grain of salt, and your filters, but it doesn't change who you are. When you know who you are, someone might not like you, someone might not agree with you, but that doesn't define who you are. What defines who you are is how you show up each day, what you do. They can, the Democrats can call Trump racist all he wants. But black people who are in the know that aren't playing the game of win and lose, that aren't playing the poor me game, see what he's done for the black community. Unemployment, investing in in historically black colleges, doing uh, prison reform, getting people of color who were thrown in jail for a lot longer sentence than they should have, getting them out. People like Alice Johnson, and there's a whole list of other ones. But today, you can't say you agree with Trump and he's doing some things right. You don't have to agree with all his tweets. I wish he didn't tweet. I wish he didn't let everything get under his skin. I wish he didn't give his enemy so much fodder to fight against him with. I wish a lot of things. By the way, I wish some things my wife would do different. She could give you a list, probably 10, 20 pages long, of things that she wishes I would do different. But guess what? She still shares my bed. Guess what? She'll still defend me to the death. Guess what? She still loves me. Don't you have family that you don't agree with? So you gotta realize what's going on and quit out of get out of this life and death scenario. The Democrats telling you everything that this man does is gonna kill you and it's all a crisis. So let's begin. Whenever I'm talking about communication, I'm always talking about two parts. There's intrapersonal communication and interpersonal. Intrapersonal transactions are interactions that a person has with themselves in their own mind. You know, when you tell yourself you shouldn't do something or smile the way you look in the mirror, it's an intrapersonal transaction, right, what you call thinking. On the other hand, interpersonal transactions are interactions that take place between two or more individuals. It's external dialogue. You know, when a stranger smiles at you on the street or your mother calls you to ask why she hasn't heard from you a while, it's an interpersonal transaction. And so according to Byrne, Eric Byrne, the father of uh, transactional analysis, he says that an ego state is a consistent pattern of feeling and experience directly related to a corresponding consistent pattern of behavior. And Byrne defined three ego states that can be confirmed by observable behavior, the parent, adult, or child. Now, depending on the school you go to and what you study transactional analysis, uh, the adult is always one. But sometimes I've seen the parent broken down into two distinct parent states. Uh, and I've seen the adult broken down, I mean the child broken down to as many as three. So let me just go through the basics of the ego state, of the parent, the child, and the adult. We all have these. The parent is the ego state that contains the external events that were imposed on a person the first five years of the life. These are constructs that are imposed on the child. You know, uh, example, maybe we're told don't talk to strangers, or always hold a grown-up's hand when you cross the street, or don't touch a hot stove, that's the parent. The child is the ego state that contains the feelings and emotions related to the external events that were imposed on a person in the first five years of life. These feelings or emotions are replayed in the person's mind when the corresponding external event is recalled. Uh, example would be uh, maybe being approached by a stranger, a strange person makes you feel nervous or you feel safe when you hold someone's hand or I'm scared of being burned. You see, you take the, what the parent told you and now the child has feelings about it. And that's really what want a lot about it. I feel this way. I don't like this, I don't like that. The political world right now, a lot of people are coming from the child uh, and the parent ego states, which you'll, if you really study transactional you'll learn learn about red interactions and blue interactions red ones are negative blue ones are positive now the adult the adult is the ego state that evaluates what is really going on and makes independent decisions about the world and that's where we need to get to this ego state begins forming as soon as we gain the ability to control aspects of our environment. It allows a person to compare what they are told about the world with what they feel and experience. You know, using the example of the, the hot stove, the adult is told by a parent not to touch a hot stove and recognizes the child's fear of being burned is reasonable. Therefore, the adult determines to use caution when it's necessary to use a hot stove. They don't ban stoves. And they don't panic when a child gets around a stove that hasn't been on for a while. Don't you get it? And what happens is our political process is being run by people in a child ego state and in a parent ego state. Telling you what they know better than you. You know, you you don't know that much. You're not that smart. Remember the the Lemons uh, Don Lemon's thing on, on CNN where they mocked people who vote for Trump? They're stupid. They're hicks. They don't know edumacation. They couldn't find uh, Ukraine on the map. If there's a big U and a picture of a crane right there, remember he laughed for five minutes. He looked like he was stoned, but that's just the adult in me, (laughs) right? So this is what you got to realize. What's going on? It's going on all the time. But in NLP, which is my background, we call it frames. Right? We all frame things. Frames give meanings to words. It changes our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world truly has any meaning except the meaning we give it. How we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent upon our perception of it. If we perceive something as a liability, that's the message we deliver to our brains. Let me give you an example. The here, perfect example. Mitt Romney. So you have all these people who were constitutional attorneys and people who study the Constitution who aren't even Trump supporters, who didn't even vote for him, but said clearly that he didn't commit an impeachable offense. There was no actually crime. They never even outlined a crime. It's the first impeachment ever with no crime. And yet uh, they... You know, all the Republicans voted against it. Why? Because they knew that there was a hatchet job. They knew that this was just a way for the Democrats to destroy a president they hate. Now Mitt Romney, why would he vote different? you got to go to his frame. His ego say he's never liked Donald Trump. He called him despicable. He, he All his comments because, you know, uh, Romney's holier than thou. He's self-righteous. You know what self-righteous people are like. Jesus Christ attacked them when they walked this planet. So his view is that Donald Trump is a bad person, and everything coming out of Donald Trump is all about him, just like CNN and MSNBC. So based, if that's your beginning point, anything he does, there's an ill-gotten motive to it. And see, so you got to understand people's frames and the ego states. That's what we're doing here on Like It Matters Radio. I want to bring some clarity to the confusion. I want to pull back that green curtain so you can see what's really going on. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
8: I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar.
1: where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more.
0: Americans for Prosperity Radio, Sunday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570
3: Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
6: I can't emphasize this enough, and I'll say it just one more time. If you impeach a president, if you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of going to the courts, it is an abuse of power. It's your abuse of power. You are doing precisely what you're criticizing the president for doing. We have a third branch that deals with conflicts at the other two branches. And what comes out of there and what you do with it is the very definition of legitimacy.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. I am Mr. Black, and today I'm attempting to bring some adultness to the conversation. You know, we've been talking about the ego states of a child, parent, and adult, and Uh, The parent is rules and restrictions, you were told, and there are two different traits of a parent. One's a a good parent. One's a um, not-so-good parent, if you will. I'm I'm using layman's terms now. And then the child as well. Uh, There's uh, three. I've seen, uh, I think it's uh, Abe Wagner breaks it down to three different states. But what we want to do as much as possible uh, to to be adults uh, and adults are like, uh, what is it, Joe Friday with Dragnet, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. To, to put our emotion aside, to put our preconceived notion, our prejudice, every single person has prejudice, and puts them aside because we look at things through frames. Now, the frame through which we focus our attention directs our conversation and keeps us on course. The frame through which we see things helps us create our thoughts, our feelings, our perceptions about the experience. Let me give you an example. If two people are looking at the same picture, let's say a car, the frame that they are using affects what they're seeing. If one person just lost a loved one uh, to a drunk driver in a car accident, they're going to look at that vehicle different than the other person. Let's say that's a 16-year-old kid who just got their uh, license and you hand them the keys to a convertible Corvette, a young man. See, even though they're looking at the same thing, their perception of what they're seeing is much different. The first person can see pain, death, an accident waiting to happen, abuse. The second person sees freedom, a sense of purpose, opportunity, uh, babes galore, you know? (laughs) Who's right? It's the frame. That's why, you know, if you look at people who think differently as deplorable, if you look at them as less than human, If you look at them as idiots, how are you going to treat them? Play that clip, will you, from Lemon? He also knows
5: deep in his heart that Donald Trump couldn't find Ukraine on a map if you had the letter U and a picture of an actual physical crane (laughs) next to it. He knows that this is, you know, an an administration defined by ignorance of the world, and so that's partly him playing to their base and playing to their audience. Uh, you know, the, the the credulous boomer rube demo that backs Donald Trump, um, that, that wants to think that, that, that Donald Trump's a smart one, and they're oh y'all y'all elitists or dumb. <laughs> you you elitists with your geography and your maps
1: and your spelling. Even though my your pro- bath and you're reading. Yeah, you're reading, you know, your geography, knowing other countries, sipping your latte.
0: All those lines on the map. <laughs> Only they may know where Ukraine is. Stunning. Sorry, Absolutely. I apologize.
7: Stunning.
5: Is
0: but by no you,
1: by oh my God. <laughs> but but you know what? But, but,
5: but it was Rick's fault. I blame Rick. Oh but, you know, but, but in but all honesty, but all, blame you know what? NPR Rick. should We're do. Why not? Sorry, hold on. Wait, wait. Can I tell give you me what? a second? You hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that
2: was good. Sorry, Rick. You, you, that was a good one. I that, that, that.
7: Is live news supposedly? Can you imagine? We're celebrating Black History Month right now. Could you imagine? Because those are people of color. He had Hispanic, Don Lemon's black, and gay. So he has that gone for him. So he's a real protected class. Uh, and the other one's a liberal white guy who feels guilty about being a racist. And so he's got to attack everybody else who's white because they're assumed that they're racist as well. Could you imagine, though? Let's uh, put three people of white skin on a news show, changing their voice, putting on little accents, talking about black people being so stupid. Huh. I wonder how well that would go off. I wonder if any of those three people would have a job, would have been banned from social media, would have people outside their doors harassing them, would not be able to eat a meal in peace. I wonder. But yet, and some of you listening think that that was cute, funny, and all that. And this is where where I teach you how to be a human being, how to be an adult, where did, where did all the adults go? We've got bitter, angry parents who are pushing their own beliefs onto other people, and we've got little children who just want to tell you how they feel. I mean, this is where we got to change. You know, There are three perceptual positions. There's first position where you see things from your own eyes. There's second position where you have the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And then there's third position where you see things from an overview, just like you're watching the news where you're kind of on the outside watching it. And what happens, we get stuck in first position, our egos. Uh, and we think we're right and everybody else is wrong. But as a good leader, uh, we're required to get outside of ourselves. Rule number one about being a leader, and we got to walk in another person's moccasins. we got to go into second position. And what would it feel like? See, this is what the Nazis did to the Jews. They made people believe that they were at fault, they, that they were bad. They made people believe that they were less than human, that they were dogs. Because you can do things to a dog that you can't do to a human being, right? In North Korea, in China, they treat you as a machine. Uh, they don't believe they're all atheists. Uh, they don't believe in God, that you're just a machine. You have this life, and you're used for the good of the party. A- and so they treat you differently. That's why there's human rights abuse in North, uh, uh, you know, uh, North Korea, because you're just a machine. You're just to be used for the—see, that's the frame. The frame you put around something, and if it enough, enough, and as I've been studying these great black Americans, I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest problem for racial relationships today, relations, uh, are black Democratic leaders. Uh, because everything, I love seeing AOC on The View. I didn't watch The View, I promise you. I could not stomach that. But I did see clips where, where Whoopi Goldberg and jo, Joy Behar attacked AOC. Uh, for uh, for attacking Nancy Pelosi, and I'll never forget this comment. Ru- uh, Loop- uh, Loopy <laughs> will be said. She said, "It just bothered me that he went to the race card so quick." Yeah, Joy B R. Yeah, I went to the race card. What do you mean? Well, they said that Nancy Pelosi was racist for attacking AOC and the squad. Why? Because they are four women who are not white, women of color. And I got to tell you, Minnesota, uh, Twin Cities, I got to tell you, I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed in my second home than to have representing you, Ilion Omar. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest with you. This woman really only wants what you're going to do for her. If you ever disagree with her, it's because she's a woman of color. Uh, She supports um, uh, a lot of things that we don't support. She hates Israel. She was, I mean, just stunning. And you guys elect her. I, I mean, she, I, I just stunned by it. I mean, AOC had to hold her hand during the uh, the State of the Union because she was triggered because Brett Kavanaugh's name was brought up uh, because he's just a terrible human being. Again, lies destroy people, but it's the frame of reality. It's their map of reality. Remember, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. Uh, a majority of their map realities in place. And so we've got to revisit our beliefs because a lot of beliefs that we have in place are not true. And now we live in a politically correct world where people want to blend in. They they don't want to offend anybody. They want to get along. Uh, and so they start thinking and believing like other people. The problem is if you're following a person who doesn't know where they're going, neither do you. And there's a lot of people following people that don't know what they're saying. They don't know where they're going. They're operating on just a power structure. Remember, power loves power. And power will do everything it can to stay in power. you got to realize that. There are hidden motives here. Uh, And, boy, as I study uh, Black History Month and I read about great people of color who've done great things, it was Harriet Tubman said, I could have freed a lot more slaves if I could just help slaves believe that they were slaves. A lot of people don't know they're enslaved. And I gotta be honest with you. I think a lot of the black community has been enslaved by the Democratic Party. It was the Southerners. It was the Democratic Party that did the Jim Crow laws. It was the Democratic Party that fought the uh, the uh, you know the uh, the movement to give blacks equal participation. It was it was the Republican Party and a man named Abraham Lincoln that freed the slaves aside in the Emancipation Proclamation. It was the Republican Party that was in office when women got the right to vote and Susan B. Anthony of the women's suffrage movement. And yet, somehow, there's been these lies. But I'm a speaker of truth. You may not like it. You may not agree with it. But we got to put our big boy pants on and start acting like adults and get out of the parent ego state and the child ego state. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. But the loser, as Leslie put it, are the Democrats. If we nominate a socialist like Bernie Sanders, who doesn't accept capitalism, or people who believe in massive tax increases, we're going to lose. It'll be like George McGovern. It'll be a blowout or like Mike Dukakis. Frankly, I was very discouraged with what I saw as a Democrat and as somebody who wants
8: Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated 1 million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit APDAOptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease.
4: It's like the
0: wild, wild west out there on the World Wide Web. You never know what you'll get. So ensure there's some liberty and truth in your news feed by liking us on Facebook and following
3: us on Twitter and Instagram. Ringing liberty and truth.